Hello friends, my name is Steve and welcome to Page Chewing Comics and Manga, uh, Pick of the Week, Episode 12. Thank you so much for listening. I do wonder if anyone is out there listening, but I'm happy to report that I know at least one person is listening. Thank you, Mike, for for the wonderful comment. Uh, it really means a lot. So thanks to all of you who, who comment and let me know that you listen because sometimes I wonder. So just want to mention uh, very quickly before I get started, those of you who are new to the podcast, is uh, I'm getting back into comics after a long hiatus from the from the hobby, trying to get back into it, trying to find books I'll enjoy. Uh, I, I've kind of always read uh, creator-owned stuff, but I'm trying different things, trying to get back into it, and trying to find books that I'll enjoy. So most of the time... I will go to my local comic book shop and try to find books that are new or new arcs to jump onto. I'll give it a, a read and see if I'll continue or not. I, I'm not opposed to, to capes and cowls, but it's usually not my thing. So, But uh, I do give it a shot once in a while, as you'll see this week. So also, I am looking for someone to, isn't, who is interested in being a co-host, even if it's now and again. Uh, I have nothing to offer other than a good time. So... Uh, if you'd be interested, get in touch with me and let me know. Um, so in the meantime, let's go ahead and get into it. And this week, my friends, I did make a, I did, I, I did make a mistake because there were a couple books that I'm going to talk to this week that weren't, re- weren't released this last week because I'm a little bit behind on a couple of these books. I just didn't see them at the comic book shop. And this week I did. So the first one that I'm behind on is uh, Detective Comics uh, Night Terrors Issue 2. This is written by Dan Waters, um, Ricardo Federici, Mike Perkins, and Stefano Raphael are the artists. I really liked Issue 1 of this series. Um, I I know that all these Night Terrors books are two issues long, and, and... you know, Night Terrors was what it was. I think it's over now. I kind of lost. I, I just dropped off. I just, I, I couldn't keep up. And I couldn't keep up with the different, all the different spinoffs going on and, and which ones I, sh- I should read or have to read or don't have to read. I just, it's, it's a lot. And no, ain't nobody got time for that. So I did, <laughs> I did pick up uh, Detective Comics issue one. There was another, the Joker. I think I, I really liked that issue. Issue one, issue two wasn't that great. A lot of these I think would have benefited from being more than just two issues. I think if we would have gotten less of them and made them three or four issues, I think it would have been a lot better, uh, a better product. I just don't think you can do a whole lot in two issues, especially with a big event like this. Self-contained books, you know, it took over for two months or for three months or whatever it is. So I really like Detective Comics number one. I love the artwork. The it's very horror. It's it's it goes deep into horror. Reminds me a lot of um, it's like a mix of like Hellraiser and Dark City. Kind of the vibe I got from it. And we do focus on Gordon and some beings from another dimension who are coming and, and granting wishes. And I think that was cool. I really like the kind of the cosmic horror portions of it and where these beings came from. And you know, kind of what what they represented, and it, I don't know, issue two, it it was it was okay. I mean, I, the art is fantastic. Uh, I I liked the story. It just felt 
rushed. It felt like issue one set up so many, so many great things. And issue two felt like we didn't get payoffs from all of it. It just didn't feel, it feels like things are wrapped up, but it just felt like a missed opportunity for a really great story that could have really been stellar if we would have gotten another issue or two. I I just think it, it needed more room to breathe. It needed room to tell the story it was telling because we, we set up a lot in issue one and then issue two comes to a close, but we just, I felt like the, we could have gotten a a much better, a much better experience with another issue or so. And I I think I don't really fault the creators in this one. I think it's more of, of they had a short run, a two issue run to play with. And it's just not enough time to, to do anything really that you, you really, it really stands out. It's, it's tough to do in this format. So it is what it is. But uh, issue two was fine. I think it was okay. Um, I, I like, like I said, the artwork. I like the the story was pretty good. There were some things that just felt. I don't know. It, it just it just didn't feel. It closed off. It closed up. It wrapped up. But the payoff wasn't there, which is kind of a bummer. So, you know, um, it's over now. So um, night terrors. I think has come, has come to an end. Why they did that in summertime and not winter or not fall. No idea, but I'm glad it's over. Get back to business, and we can wait for the next pointless event. <laughs> so sorry, I'm a little jaded. I was kind of excited about Night Terrors, and it just it just fell flat for me. So the next book I want to talk about. There's only five this week, so the next book I'm going to talk about is Antarctica number three. This is by Simon Burks and Willie Roberts. This is by Image Comics. Now, I wasn't a huge fan of issue two, but I really liked issue one. I think issue one leaned a lot into characters. It really did a great job introducing us to the character of Hannah, give us background on her story, and what kind of set the groundwork for her. And I felt like we it, the tone really changed in issue two. We just didn't, we set up Hannah in issue one. I think it set some, some things up. And then issue two was like almost like right into the action. Like we, we didn't have a chance to breathe didn't have a chance to kind of get our bearings. We, we just went into it. And I, I really like the bones of this series. I really like what I, I like the general idea, but issue two, I just felt like it was a little bit, a little bit confusing. It, it, it just, I felt like I was a little bit, things happened really fast. Things happened really quick on issue two. And there were some things that just didn't make sense that the characters were, we're making decisions and figured things out really fast that I, I don't think most people would figure out unless there's something else going on. But going into issue three, I, I'm, I was hopeful because I think, like I said, I think the bones are there. It's, I think there's something, there's something good here that they're working with. Um, again, I was just really confused in issue three. There's something pretty obvious happening that no one seem that everyone seems to be oblivious about in the book that no one seems to really see. And I'm, I'm wondering, did I miss something or is everyone else in this book missing something? Maybe it's just me, but I was really confused. I'm not quite sure what's happening. Things are happening just really quickly. These really major events and there's not a lot of explanation for it. There's a little bit, but it just feels like we we're going from one point to another and there's not a lot connecting it together I I was just a little I was very confused I maybe I'm missing something 
but I just, there's all these really crazy things happening and no one seems to be panicking. And it just feels like, why is no one panicking? There's some really crazy shit going on and why is no one like losing it? Um, and why is no one noticing these obvious things that are happening that are right in front of them? I don't know. Maybe there's a reason for it that we just don't know yet. And that's possible too. I am hoping out, I'm holding out hope that this will make sense later. I think maybe this will all tie back in together. I'm putting some faith in the creators that this will all wrap up. So, you know, I, I think maybe this will come back together. I really like the artwork. I think the artwork's great. Uh, the, even though I'm a little bit confused on how things are unraveling, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on board. I still want I still want to, I still want this to pay off. I think there's something really great. And I think there's some story bits that are, are that we're, that we've, we have set up that may pay off. There's some great flash. There's some flashbacks in this issue that I really liked these, these short flashbacks that build on Hannah's character that build that character moments. They're great. I love them. I love these, these small moments that, that connect from her past into what's happening now. I think all that's really great. It's, it's very, it really makes you feel connected. And then we get back into this larger story and I just get lost in it. I just don't know what's happening, but I'll continue to read because I just, I have a feeling things will pay off. I have no reason to think that other than blind faith, but I'm hoping things will work out. So Simon Burks and Willie, Willie Roberts, I'm on board. I know you'll, you'll take me, <laughs> you'll, I'll be less confused when this is uh, over. Now, the next one is Hex, Hexagon Bridge, number one. This is by Richard Blake by Image Comics. Um, so in this one, the bridge is a doorway to a parallel dimension that we found. And we're introduced to a few people who are trapped inside this doorway or in this other dimension. And we do, um, you know, we, we find these two people and we're, we're seen back here on Earth or in this dimension or at least whatever dimension we originated in in the book. They're, they know that these people are lost and they're trying to figure out how to get them out of the bridge, how to get them back. And this is another dimension, but it there's all you, you really get the impression there's things that are hinted at on in this other dimension that there's a lot going on. It's not just like a mirror dimension. There's other things going on and there's some really there's some really great things that are hinted at. Just very just very just really quickly. But I think this is going to get crazy. I think this is going to get mind bendy and hard sci fi and I'm I'm here for it. I, I think this first issue sets up a lot. And I think, again, I have faith that this will work out because there's some really great ideas that are being played with here that are at least being hinted at that we may see later. And I think the artwork really fits the series. There's some great panels, some great artwork, and the artwork plays a big part in developing what we may, what may come, setting the groundwork for it. I think this is going to be wild and, and I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. The next one is click, click boom issue four by Doug Wagner and Doug dabs. This is also by image comics. This issue was a bit of a quiet issue. And I think after the events of issue number three, you kind of expected this to be a little bit, you know, we we have to kind of prepare for what's coming. I think, we've kind of like a lull a little bit in the story. We can't be, you know, pedal to the metal the whole time. 
So kind of expected this one to be a little bit more mellow. We do get uh, insight from a character who I thought was dead. Turns out to be not dead. And um, yeah, so I think there, not to say there isn't action. There aren't things that happen in this issue. There's some action. There's some things that happen. But uh, again, the, the flashbacks, there's another flashback. And I just love these flashbacks and, and uh, background on these characters. And yeah, so not a, a ton happening, but we do get some some things revealed to us. And we're, again, building anticipation again. I think we needed a little bit of a break before we go into Overdrive to close out the series. And it's been lots of fun so far. Now, my pick of the week, this is the second book that I didn't read when it was released. And this one I just didn't see in the bookstore when I went, but I did find it this week. So, you know, I'm cheating a little bit. Sorry, everyone. But... My pick of the week for this or for the batch that I read is Batman Gargoyle of Gotham number one by Raphael Grandpa. This one I wasn't sure what to expect. The cover is great. I just the cover has a very dark gothic, uh, haunting feeling to it. I just love the cover. It's fantastic, and I, I get a lot of Batman books, and a lot of them just aren't the the side of Batman I'm, I care about. I don't, I don't you know, there's a lot of it that I just, just doesn't interest me. I like the darker and grittier, and that's exactly what I got from this one. It's gritty, dark, get a year one feeling. When I say year one, those of you who don't know, year one is when Bruce Wayne is just starting out as Batman. He's a little bit unsure of himself, kind of finding his way, gets his ass kicked a lot more, and that's the kind of version of Batman that we're getting. We also do get... Bruce Wayne or Batman thinking that Bruce Wayne doesn't need to exist. So he's also wondering, do I need Bruce Wayne? If my mission is Batman, is Bruce Wayne just in the way? And you kind of wonder like, is how much does Bruce Wayne take Batman away from being Batman? Because if he is living a double life, how much of that could be devoted to just being Batman? So it does make you think like Bruce, why have Bruce Wayne? What's the point? He has all the money he needs he doesn't really need the the cover if you know if Bruce Wayne doesn't exist then it would be a lot off of his plate and he could just focus on being Batman he's rich enough to disappear do whatever <laughs> do whatever he wants why why uh, I never really thought of it that way but makes sense but we'll see what happens that's hinted at or you know it's discussed I don't want to say too much don't want to spoil it for those of you who haven't read it but one of the things I really liked about I really liked about this one is Batman and violence that not everyone is going to walk away with a couple of bumps and bruises. When Batman's fighting some people, they're not walking away from it. They're not just getting up later and dusting themselves off and going home and really rethinking their choices. That's not how this works. And also, Batman doesn't go back to the Batcave and he's perfectly fine. He's hurt too. He's beat up. It kind of reminded me of the BVS Batman, Batman versus Superman, a little jaded. You know, he's rougher on the edges. He's, you know, people get hurt, people die, people are seriously injured because he has to survive too. If he doesn't do things that will stop the criminals or whoever he's fighting from killing him, he will die. So I, I like that. I like that he, he, he puts, he puts a hurting on people. 
and they aren't walking away. If they are, then they will never probably be the same. I, I like that. I like that there's consequences for these brutal scenes that when he's fighting people, I did like that. So it is a, a bit of a more mature, like darker theme to it, darker feeling to it because it is, there, there seems like there's weight to decisions. There's weight to what happens. I really like that. The artwork is, has a Frank quietly type of feeling to it. Those of you who don't know uh, who Frank quietly is, he drew Batman and Batman and Robin back in 2010 ish. Um, look up his artwork, fantastic artist. He has, it almost looks like the lines are shaking uh, on the, on the page. Really like the style. It's very Frank quietly esque. Really like that. There, there were some passages, passages in this one that I, I had reread a few different times. I just think it's, it's very, it felt very introspective of Batman. It felt like we were looking into his mind and kind of like getting into the inner workings of his brain a little bit and what he was going through and, and kind of, uh, what we you know, what Gotham means to him and, and how he, how much, why he makes the, the decision to fight crime and, and to help clean up Gotham when he can be home doing whatever he wants. I did like that, that we, we get into the, into how his mind works and why he does what he does and what Gotham means to him and what the crime that's taking place there and how much it affects people. Now the, I don't mind social commentary. I don't mind if it's social commentary for me works better when they're not banging you over the head with it. It works better when they're not, it's not so overt when it makes you think that's when the light goes off for me anyway, when it's, really overt and in your face, that's when I just tune out. I, I don't, there's a way to be, to present social commentary that will be effective and thought provoking and will, will make you think. And then there's social commentary that it's just like, you know, when it's just hitting you in the face with it and it's very forward and it's like, I, there's ways to do it and there's ways not to. And I think this one almost was a little bit forward, but not quite. It was, it rode that line. It was right on the line, but it was okay. So those of you who, who are like me, you know, I, I like social commentary. I think some of the, the most popular movies and books and comics or whatever, they include social commentary. It's important and it's, but it's, it's the stuff that really, really lasts are the ones that are, are subtle and aren't so in your face. Those are the timeless stories that we can look back on, most of them are, that we can look back on and it'll still make us think 20 years from now. Not to say this book will be, that we'll look back on this book in 20 years and say, wow, that was phenomenal. Maybe we will. But, you know, you think about Watchmen or you think about V for Vendetta or Alan Moore, <laughs> I guess is what I'm getting at. But, you know, there's, there's books that have social commentary that are subtle and that's what that's what lasts. It's timeless. It's not of the time. It's timeless. So, uh, so yeah, the, the, my only complaint is that the villain, the main villain was a little silly, a little goofy. You know, he still had his moments. He still felt, uh, you know, like he was dangerous, but he, his motivations felt a little silly, but wasn't enough to obviously not enough for me to, to not like the issue. I had a lot of fun with it. I really like 
the darker the darker feeling to it, the darker themes. Really dug the action, uh, the younger, you know, green Batman that, not green, but like you know the the rookie, the one that makes mistakes. He gets his ass kicked. He he um, you know he's limited because he's out there fighting crime. He's not in tip top shape all the time. He he's damaged. Gets into his head. Um, yeah, I like I said, there were some great great passages in this one. Yeah, I. I I mean, the only thing I didn't I didn't care for was you know the villain was a little goofy. That's about it. Everything else was great. I love the art, themes, everything. Great, great stuff. So, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham is the pick of the week. That didn't really, <laughs> didn't drop this week, but yeah. So, there was a little thin on on this week. I think I might start reading more uh, trades of other past work. So, if you can think of something that you'd like to, re- re- like to recommend to me, please let me know. I have some books on the pile here that I just haven't gone to yet already, but I always like getting recommendations. Uh, so yeah, thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to connect with me, the best place is on our website, pagechewing.com. Join our forums. We do have a closed community, but if you register on the forums, I check as often as I can, and I will be sure to approve your membership. That's to keep the bots and the the you know the riffraff out but a great little community we have there full of just wonderful people and if you'd like to join us we'd love to have you come by and join and say hello also if you're interested in, interested in being a co-host or even just periodically let me know get in touch and we will talk about it so until next week we will talk to everyone soon in the meantime hope you're having a fantastic week have a fantastic week coming up this week and we will talk to everyone very soon 